So I was um, running errands today and I came across a shelf that held, well, it held many women's magazines. And looking at each of the covers, you tend to see that specific audiences are targeted. And this is usually based on the person who's showcased on the cover and the type of things that they're trying to get you to do and all of these tips, quote unquote, that they have for women especially because there is such a vast difference between men's and women's magazines and especially in today's world when you have magazines including like Seventeen Magazine and Teen Vogue and Women's Health and all that good stuff, you kind of bring up the concept of the targeted audience and um, audience in today's world is quite a concept because we have so many different platforms, so many different social sites where you can go and and look at all of the certain things that are going on in today's world and all of the protests and the companies trying to get you to do things or buy things and a lot has to do with capitalist work and it's very extensive but if you go right down to the very root of what an audience is and it, what it means to be an audience well the new oxford american dictionary says the audience is the assembled spectators or listeners at a public event such as a play movie concert or meeting um or a formal hearing and um that's a very like very dry definition of what it means to be an audience but there's a lot more that goes into it especially when you're looking at the rhetorical aspects of it and a rhetorical audience rhetorical situations and just in general what we personally as as humans as women men anyone in the spectrum how we see audience today and personally i would say audience involves anyone who's listening interacting connecting or just experiencing a type of context um itself and you know when we think about audience sometimes we just think about the people who are there for like a concert or a play or a film or just there but it actually has to do with things happening every day as soon as you come into contact with another person and you have discourse with another person you're engaging with an audience whether that's one person or a few or many or a whole you know a whole auditorium full of people so um when we look at these types of audiences that are targeted through a medium that aren't just face to face things become a lot more complicated and there's a lot more factors that play a, an important part in seeing how these interact. And so when we look at these women's magazines today and back in the day when they were first made up and conceptualized, we see such a specific path taken to target the, this gender. And um, it, it holds a lot of gender roles towards us specifically and I don't think that um, many of the people who are working in the industry in women's magazine industry see exactly how this is still like this is still a case and 
you know? We're targeting such a specific, like, gender role where, um, you know, you, you, you should be like this and, like, tips on how to be a better you and things that aren't exactly, like, targeted to the individual. So, um, I have the first artifact to look at when we consider a magazine is a cover of Seventeen magazine, and it showcases a young girl. I don't know her age. I don't know who she is, but um, it specifically says um, it talks about makeup on the cover, and um, it specifically says down on the bottom, "Get an insane body," which is already targeting, you know, the audience of women, and it just by showing women on the cover. Um, and by saying get an insane body and it says underneath that it's hard but you'll look hot kind of (laughs) really has to do um, with who is looking at this and who is thinking oh I need this because Seventeen magazine is telling me well that means that the onlookers of this magazine even if you're just looking at the cover you're already part of the audience and the audience that Seventeen magazine wants to target is you and um you know with this insane body stuff it really dives in to you know let's see like who who out there wants to get this body and you know magazines specifically know that women struggle with a lot of these social aspects in their lives where they have to constantly be you know in a state of mind where you know am i good enough you know, all of that, and, um, when it says something like this, right on top of a girl who's, who could be 17, then that's specifically targeting the, the teen world, the teen aspect, and the teen mind, which is something that's already complicated enough, but, um, you know, that's the specific audience that they want to go for, and what they're targeting, so with that, um, I am going to reference a quote based on what it means to be an imagined audience. And this quote is coming from um, the uh, Eden Lit article um, on page, let's see, page 331 um, under the uh, part that says defining the imagined imagined audience and lit quotes the imagined audience is the mental conceptualization of the people with whom we are communicating our audience so with this in mind this involves the conceptualized um audience this is not this is not the face-to-face audience that you see and you know you're interacting with currently this is what magazines are trying to use and trying to think of, and they're thinking of, well, you know, who is our imagined audience for our specific magazine, and if it's Seventeen Magazine in specifics, then it's going to be teenagers, or, you know, early 20s, or, you know, even younger teens, it could be anyone in that aspect, and, you know, when they, when they call the magazine Seventeen, it's already like they're trying to target this one age group, which is kind of insane to think about because that just kind of shuns out the rest of the people who don't belong in this group. So we we have this idea of like who isn't 
going to be involved in the audience versus who is and who they want to be in the audience. So there's there's a lot that plays into it. And when magazines consider their imagined audience, I don't know what they're thinking when they try to um, tell girls who are younger teens and, you know, coming of age about the insane body that, you know, that they're trying to portray. And, um, you know, with this stuff, I guess some teens are, you know, they're fine with that. And then some aren't. And there, there comes a lot of issues in the realm of audience with bias and, and concern and conflict. So, when magazines do stuff like this, then they really have to consider if this is going to be a conflicting statement because audience is hard. And when you're targeting an audience, you really want to look at your imagined audience and say, what's the best for this specific audience? What can I do? Especially in a consumer's world where capitalism is like, you know, the extreme and this is where we are. Like you really want to consider that kind of idea and if you're not considering the imagined audience then what like what are you considering so with that let's see we are going to dive into the second artifact that i found from twitter this comes from a girl named sarah and sarah like she tweeted out saying and I quote, as I'm sat here in my PJs, my stretch marks are visible from eating disorders as a teen. I've just thought to myself, I have my own Aurora Borealis on my legs. What's not to love? And I don't know how I never realized that before now. And it says hashtag body positive. So when you look at a, a, a quote like that directly from some girl out there on Twitter and you just think about when she says eating disorders as a teen, you think, okay, where, where did the eating disorders come from? And, you know, where did, where did they show up? And why is she using the hashtag body positive, you know? Um, and why does this come up with the concept of typing in like women's magazines on, on Twitter? Well, you know, a lot of eating disorders can really arise from, from social media platforms. And, Specifically, these some media platforms and some platforms like magazines, women's magazines, they target the specific audience that they want to sell to. However, they can end up causing such problems with this kind of stuff. So when you look at an audience, like a women's magazine audience, you have to think of, you know, are these are these women actually um, getting offended by the magazines or are they trying to follow the magazines for some specific reason like you you don't really know and it's something that um just looking at what it means to be audience is really something you should consider because you know she says as a teen well teens do a lot of things but teens teens can read and they can read magazines and they can read um, you know, social media posts, they can look at the news, and if a, if a women's magazine is telling you to get an insane body, then what else do you think a teen girl is going to think of when she sees that? Like, she's, she's gonna think, like, oh, I need this, you know? So, 
when when you think of from eating disorders as a teen that quoted you know it's hard to not think of what factors contribute to this and sarah this girl from twitter is part of an audience in retrospect and this audience could have to do with women's magazines but in general um a woman's body image certainly comes from factors strong as women's magazines and what it means to be body positive is to look past what the magazines are trying to tell you and what like audience constraints you live under so you know body positivity is really important in today's world and um we look now at the third artifact um is a an image from a women's protest and this is of a woman with a young girl in her arms and the young girl is holding up a um protest poster that quotes i am the boss of my body and this i feel like is quite it brings in the concept of circulation and audiences have a lot to do with circulation because everything nowadays gets passed around through this lovely place called the internet so with this young girl holding up this poster you can see how far things have come from the past where we saw propaganda and old posters showing like sketches and drawings of of women back in you know the 50s and with their their dresses and like like taking care of the family and staying home and it's come all the way from that all the way from you know women don't have a say and women should be perfect and stuff just coming straight over to the women's march and women's protests and how they see their body now and the hashtag me too movement body positivity on twitter um you know all these um body positive posts that you can come across through instagram it's 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 quite a outstretched world and a lot of it involves just the concept of audience itself audience is it is um both an easy and a difficult concept to grasp onto which makes a lot of things you know more complicated because you think oh well an audience is just this and actually it has a lot more to do with with you know um uh onlooker and speaker you know rhetorical situations um and so when you think of you know what is an audience you really really have to think more into okay what is a what is an imagined audience and what does it mean as my role to be part of the audience well your role to be part of the audience is to be a listener but depending on how you take that concept as an individual makes it the effect of what you are as an audience and what you can become and what you take out of it and so um we are going to look at another another piece of information um this is from the lloyd bitzer article the rhetorical situation and on page four i quote um it says the writer alters reality by bringing into existence a discourse of such a character that the audience in thought and action is so engaged that it becomes mediator 
of change. In this sense, rhetoric is always persuasive. So when we when we read quotes like that and we think of the ideas that bit like Bitzer holds and what it means to be an audience, well, we we are looking at the idea of discourse, and um, it's talking about you know thought and action. It's so engaged that it becomes mediator of change. So Bitzer's saying that you know audience has to do with change, and so does the rudder. So. A speaker is producing change, and I feel personally that is what women's magazines are are doing. And you know, in today's world, even when magazines were first starting, like women's magazines have a audience, and you know, it it they specifically target an audience, you know, based on who's on the cover, or specifically they'll say an age, like are you forty to fifty, and you need this or whatever, you know they are the rudder, they are the speaker, and they are bringing up, you know, change through action, and their action being, like, you know, they're publishing a a piece, an article, a picture of what you should look like, or what you should be, or how you should think, and they're targeting you as the audience, so when you look at this, you have to think about what, like, what type of audience you are going to be and how you react to that is the type of audience you allow yourself to be a part of um so um specifically even when you go to a store and you see women's magazines in the store and you just you look at the cover and take in what they're saying you have to you have to think about okay um, what audience are they targeting? And it's pretty easy to tell, you know? They have, you know, bright colors, they're really good at selling their product, and, um, they typically, I don't think there is a magazine without, like, at least one woman on the cover, um, trying to portray some, some idea or some aspect of life that, you know, you could, you could improve upon or change or you should look at and that itself is targeting an audience um so the idea of an audience itself is an important factor when you consider you know um what women's magazines do and without the audience women's magazines wouldn't sell so an audience is actually you know maybe it could be more important than the magazine company itself, which is something also to consider. Um, when you read articles like Bitzer and, and Lit, you think of, um, what it really means to have an audience exist in society and, um, you know, understanding, like, the role of an imagined audience or, you know, a physical face-to-face audience, but specifically, um, with an example like, women's magazine articles, um, it's really easy to point out the specific audience that they are targeting and the imagined audience that a women's magazine company has in mind. But, you know, audience goes for a lot more than just a women's magazine. For anything on social media, for, you know, seeing your friend day to day, it has a lot to do with discourse. And audience is an important um, aspect of life because without 
an audience, there is no speaker because who is the speaker speaking to if there is no one to listen? So with that in mind, we, um, we circle around to the beginning of what it means to be an audience and, um, audiences are important in rhetorical situations and, um, there are so many, um, companies and platforms and people today who couldn't do what they do without the audience. So how important is an audience? You know, it's, it could be one of the most important things, like not just in, um, human nature, in physical contact, but in the written world, like in the written word, in the written world, it is one of the most important factors because people write for audiences. You can't, like, unless you're keeping a um, personal journal, you know, you're even writing for yourself. Like, you're constantly writing for an audience and you have to, if you're trying to, um, think of a targeted audience, then you will think of who is going to be the listener for the specific type of um, portrayal you want to have, the concept, or the idea itself. So an audience may just be one of the most important pieces of how circulation in society works, and without, without an audience there is no speaker and you know without speakers there are no listeners and so with that you know the next time you see a women's article you may just have to think about who the audience is these days